0: Good morning everyone. Welcome back to Game On. I'm your host Will and this morning we have a jam packed show. Those of you that you that are new, especially over on Rumble, we love Rumble. If you're over there, make sure you hit the like button and subscribe. If you're watching anywhere else, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, wherever, Twitter, uh, go over to Rumble. Subscribe over on Rumble and because uh, we love Rumble. Listen, we have a jam packed show. I'm excited for the show because I did not expect this and then last yesterday we just had tons and tons of new things come out especially in the nfl which is where we're going to start and we get to scratch our nfl itch a little bit there but we got new rule changes in the nfl proved on by the owners the owners went and voted yesterday and we got a lot of changes including thursday night football stuff betting stuff new numbers um lots and lots of things going on in the nfl what got approved and what didn't get approved so we're going to get into all that we have an MLB baseball player who is about to make the most money in a single season than any player ever uh, on and off the field. So we're going to cover that. And then we have uh, we have uh, uh, a Hall of Famers. Hall of Fame, Famers for the NBA were just announced. We'll see who those were. And we have LeBron James Jr. and his NIL. Name, image, likeness. He's about to pull in a ton of money. Shouldn't come in. As a surprise to anyone, but we're going to look at that and then we're going to cover the games today for the NBA. Take a look at what has changed what happened yesterday and uh, the current playoff standings and that's how we're going to end it and we've got to go rapid fire if we're gonna get through this for those of you that are new you've been doing this show start since last week on top of all the other stuff that i do and the content that i produce but be getting up starting this at 5 30 a.m pacific trying to cover real quick a little morning espresso shot of sports what's going on what happened yesterday what's going on today what what games can we expect what can we bet on if we see an opportunity Stuff like that. So if you enjoy the show, wherever you're watching, make sure you like it. Subscribe to the channel, especially over on Rumble. Speaking of Rumble, shout out to Rumble. We've got 11 people watching over there right now. 12 It's just climbing. It's climbing right now. Good morning, Rumble. Glad to have you in. We're going to get started because, like I said, we have a jam-packed show. So much to cover, and let's get right into this. One of the first things that <clears throat> came out yesterday that was pretty controversial with uh, the players, at least, and you can see Patrick Mahomes is replying here to it, <clears throat> is the NFL announced that teams can now have two Thursday night football games per season. Last time, the limit was one, and now that's changed. Flexing uh, flexing for NFL uh, for Thursday night football has not happened yet. They've tabled that to May, uh, so we'll we'll get a decision on that in May. Players are really, really against... I don't think the players are too much against the Thursday night football games, it sounds like. It's the flexing. They don't want to be able to be flexed into a Thursday night spot. And it goes back and... Give me a second. Jesus, I'm so excited this morning. That something caught my throat. It was chilly out this morning. I was out running and... Got some mucus there. Okay, we're good. We're good. Three, two, one. Cut that out. Oh, Wait, no, we're live. (laughs) Anyways, so... um. I don't think the players with Thursday night football are all that mad about it. You'll hear some people talk about, oh, this is if you care about player safety, you preach player safety. And then yet you go out and do this. And Roger Goodell came out and actually said, he goes, I've heard it both ways. You know, players don't really like the, you know, have complained about the Thursday night football games where they only have three days to prepare. He goes, but I've also heard players really, really like the 10 days off afterwards as well. And obviously, if you. Let's say in the beginning of October, you have a Thursday night football game. You're not going to have another Thursday night football game towards the end of the season. Plus, they can actually end up doing this uh, strategically for that second game. Let's say you have a later buy in the year. This will help those teams that have a later buy in the year because uh, instead of waiting until like week 13 or 14 to get your buy, well maybe at week uh, you know, let's say uh week six, you have your Thursday night game, so you kind of get a little mini buy there because you get that 10 days off. And let's say going, you know, after your bye week, you come back instead of getting two full weeks off, you come back to that Thursday night game. So you've already had you know your your 10 plus days off. You play your Thursday night game, so it's not a short week for you. Um, it's not a you know, you've got your 10 days rest, and then you get another 10 days rest. So I think the NFL could be creative that way and still I, I think they can make this work, allowing teams to play Tuesday two Thursday night football games and still protect the players and their safety if they do it right and matched up with the bye weeks. But we'll see your, your initial reaction. You're going to see a bunch of players bitching and moaning about that and people saying this is not fair. You're going to probably see your Stephen A. Smith and people on ESPN, all the talking heads saying this is this is all you know, this is not player safety. The NFL only cares about making money, blah, blah, blah. I, th- I think they're they're not looking at the bigger picture um, and how the scheduling could actually work in the favor of player safety and something that will benefit the players and they'll get more rest. Especially like I'm saying, those teams that have those later bye weeks in the season, man, you don't think that they would rather have uh uh two, you know have a two Thursday night football games where they get a little mini bye uh you know week eight or so if they've got a week fourteen bye or whatever. Um, I can't even remember what, what week the cutoff is for buys but you know what I'm saying you know what I'm trying to say um but Patrick Mahomes you know he's not happy with it at first you can see this uh, and Roger Goodell had to talk about it but you know we'll see that's that's one of the first changes over uh, in the NFL um next up so now people are saying okay wait 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 if if you can have teams playing up to two Thursday Night football games that means not every team's going to be guaranteed a primetime spot and exactly that the nfl says there's no promise that all 32 teams are getting a primetime game we want to make sure that team that teams competitively play their way into primetime i love that because how many times have we had thursday night football stinkers sunday night football stinker monday night football i mean yeah they always have the opportunity to flex out those games at the end of the season but i I think that's how it should be because what do we want what do we want in the primetime spots we want good games all right, we don't want the bottom of the barrel of teams that are fight, fighting to get the top 5 pick and whoever wins this one's going to get a better pick and the other one's going to probably get the you know uh no, first or second overall pick. No, we don't we don't want to see that. We want to see in these primetime spots, especially Monday night football, you know, when we've you know had a whole jam-packed weekend of sports. We go to work Monday and we want to come back and get one more little dose of of just sports heaven and just watch a good monday night football game. I love this because listen, be good. Be good. If your organization stinks, you don't deserve to be in the primetime spot. So be good, all right? You want to get in the primetime spot? Then be good. So I like I like what they're doing there with that. If you guys, hey, let me know what you guys think too. Uh, hop in the chat. I see, uh, you know, we got a bunch of people watching right now. Hop in the chat, especially over on Rumble. Uh, let me know what you think about some of these changes as we go through them. Um, the next one, I think this one's pretty cool. Uh, so, the NFL owners has approved that players can now wear the number zero. So uh, and it sounds like Calvin Ridley is going to be the first player to do that. So that's kind of cool. So we're going to see uh, the number zero out there adding another number. I don't know why it wasn't approved. I, I could go either way. I don't really care. But I think it's cool that they're going to allow that out there. And, uh, you know, some players are pretty happy about that. So it's going to be interesting to see, especially with these free agents who end up changing teams, who's going to uh, end up wanting to uh, pick number zero as they sign with a new team. This is a huge one right here. This one is huge. NFL continues to embrace sports betting. The NFL owners voted to allow sports books to operate in stadiums on game day, starting with the 2023 season. This is is exciting stuff, especially if you're a sports bettor or if you're someone that just wants to get into, uh, you know, just you're at a game. Listen, you're already at the game. Why not be able to go to the kiosk and throw throw a bet on it, throw a live bet on it? Currently, the Washington Commander is the only team that have a uh, betting kiosk in the stadium. Several other teams have them outside the stadium. But this is huge because it just continues to expand sports betting. And uh, as a sports bettor, I can tell you, there's nothing better than to be able, if you're going to bet a game live, than to be at the game. You You have such an edge because you don't, have the delayed feed these sports books pay millions of dollars to have uh about a seven second faster feed than what you get on your tv and that doesn't even count the people that you know may not legally pay for stuff and watch it online you're you're probably at 60 seconds to 90 seconds behind and if you're 60 seconds and 90 seconds behind and you're trying to place a bet sports books already know what happens so uh you That's why I always say if you're going to bet live and you're watching from home, you got to do it during a timeout. You can't do it play by play, but at the game you do it play by play because you are live. So you are, you, there's no advantage. The sports books have over you. I think this is great. Um, obviously because I love sports betting and, and this is a lot of stuff that we talk about on the show, but, uh, I, I think embracing this and expanding it. And honestly, the owners are doing it because of the money because there's a huge, uh, there's a huge market for it and it makes a ton of money. And what I briefly was reading was, um, The individual stadium gets so the team gets to keep the first 20 million in revenue and then the rest after 20 million that starts getting pooled and shared throughout the league, just how Jersey sales and all that other stuff in the NFL gets pooled and shared because there are states that don't allow sports betting yet. So those stadiums are at a disadvantage because they can't actually do that yet. Um, So. Right now, with the handful of teams and stadiums that are able to do it, they'll get to keep the first little chunk of it um and I know you're thinking you're thinking no oh, twenty twenty million uh, that's a lot and uh how are they supposed to go over 20 million they'll go over twenty million after the first game uh it's it's you'd be surprised at how many people throw in parlays, live bet I mean you're already spending hundreds of dollars to go to the game to throw uh, you know a you know few dollars here and there betting on the game there, especially. Uh, as it gets more and more popular and people try it for the first time and see, Hey, this is exciting. I got a ticket on this game. I'm here at the game. I'm rooting it on now. I'm rooting for this ticket. Maybe I can win some money back, uh, you know, pay for those expensive beers and hot dogs and whatnot. Um, So I think, I think this is huge for the NFL going forward and for sports betters going forward. Um, And I'm excited to see, see how it app, see how it plays out let's see up next we have nfl confirms that moving forward there will be only one nfl red zone channel what you know honestly I, I i i i know that there's been multiple there's been two but i always watch the scott hansen one and that's the one that's getting uh approved uh scott hansen does an amazing job no no offense to anyone else out there the direct tv one but Directv's deal came to an end and that version of red zone no longer exists so scott hansen is gonna probably get paid a pretty penny now that he's going to be the only one up there and remember youtube bought the rights to red zone so youtube's going to be um, in charge of all that stuff and i can't wait to i i hope youtube they said that they're going to do it but i hope youtube actually does that you don't need youtube tv that you can just go to youtube i'm already a youtube uh premium member i hope you could just go in and buy a package a monthly package or, or weekly or even for this season long i'm sure they'll have different tiers i hope they do of just let me buy red zone all I want is red zone I don't care about the other game just let me buy red zone because that's what I watch and I think they're going to do that and I hope they do that but going forward there is going to only be one NFL red zone channel and that is with Scott Hansen. and uh, man I can't wait for football season I'm just talking about red zone get me excited get me, oh man oh, I miss it this one's huge, too. This one's uh, interesting. Uh, not many people are going to... This probably won't make the headlines that much, but this one's kind of interesting. So NFL has approved uh, approved having just one roster cut down, meaning that the teams will trim from 90 to 53 after the final preseason game. So for those of you that don't know, you start the season off, and you're allowed to have 90 active players on the roster, plus you get to have a few people off the side for injuries and, and, and uh, practice squads and whatnot. But by the time the last preseason game comes around you have to have a 53 man roster plus then you can have your practice squad and all that stuff but how it used to go is each week after each preseason week you had to cut down x amount of players so you'd go from 90 to i can't remember the exact numbers but let's just say you'd go from 90 to 75 and 75 to uh 60 and then 60 to 53 right let's just say it was that Well, now uh, teams get to keep all 90 players so they can continue to uh, evaluate and see how these players uh, grow over the few weeks and then make their massive cuts, Um, which means about 1100 players are going to be cut after that final preseason game all at once. But at least they'll have more of an opportunity to show off uh, their skills throughout the full preseason. Um, this year's date for the final cut will be Tuesday, August 29th. So that's what we'll be seeing. But I think that's pretty, pretty cool. It allows, allows teams to have more bodies out there. They're going to have to, teams are going to have to manage how they have, who they want to uh, evaluate and what they want to do. But it also allows, you know, some of the people that they know are going to be starters, um that aren't going to get cut on the team they can go ahead and you know take a few you know rest up take a few days off because you got more bodies out there to run your drills and uh uh, do what you need to do to get ready for the season so um plus you know if injuries happen you already got a guy there whereas you might have an injury and you need to call a guy back um it just gets messy I I think this is a, a pretty big pretty big move for for the nfl but yeah those are some of the main things that i saw with the nfl uh owners uh meeting and approvals and whatnot i'm still going through i'm trying to find a nice list i couldn't find one so i was just going through twitter and uh looking to see what i could find um even espn didn't really have a nice list but there's there's several things like they they denied um they denied reviewing pass interference again. They didn't there's several things that they actually denied. We'll We'll get into that I'll, as I dig a little bit more maybe tomorrow or throughout the week we'll we'll dig in to see exactly what was going on on as more and more comes out. But those are kind of the big stuff. We have Thursday Night football teams can play two games. Um, new new number. you can wear the number zero. Action Network uh, is reporting that um, sports betting is now going to be allowed in stadiums. You've got a, a, um Red Zone channel. There's only one Red Zone channel, and you've got this roster move of where you can make all the cuts at the end of the preseason from 90 to 53. And that's our NFL itch for the morning. Once again, if you're watching over on Rumble, make sure you like this and uh, hop in the chat and subscribe to the channel. Love Rumble. Love you guys over there. We've got 18 people watching now on Rumble. Really appreciate all that. So next up, that's that's it for the NFL stuff. Next up, MLB. We have now the highest paid MLB player for one season. And it's not just based off how much they're going to make in salary that season. It's how much they make in total with endorsements and everything else. Uh, Shohei Otani is a global star and is projected... Uh, uh, to make so, he's going to make 30 million dollars with the angels. That's his salary, 30 million dollars. But he's estimated globally with endorsements and everything to make another 35 million in endorsements. 35 million in endorsements. He's making more in endorsements than he is playing for the angels. Uh, and this is going to be a uh, uh, he's going to be making 65 million dollars in 2023. 65 one mlb player is going to be making 65 million dollars that is awesome congrats to him and uh obviously he's a global he's got the global effect because he's from japan um he's got 13 uh he's got multiple companies in 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 japan he's got 13 partnerships in total it looks like um let's see for context the player with the next highest off the field earnings is Aaron judge of the New York Yankees who will make 4.5 million is that's how insane it is like we hear about like you know LeBron makes uh, 100 million in endorsement that's because he's got a huge Nike deal right um, but a player like Aaron judge who just broke the uh, al you know home run record last year uh, and plays for the New York Yankees I don't know if you've heard of them they're kind of a big deal uh, and he has a New York media. And he's 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 the biggest star in New York for the Yankees. He's only, I mean, I say only, you know, in comparison to O'Sha- uh, o- Oshani there. Uh he's making four and a half million. <laughs> Whereas Otani is making thirty-five million dollars. That's insane. So he's gonna be making sixty-five million. Uh Judges combined earnings for the twenty twenty three season will be forty four and a half million. So uh, he's so Otani's leading the pack. Um, he's earned it, just had a great, um, uh, World Baseball Classic, uh, uh, championship that he won there. And, uh, obviously, striking out Trout at the end of that was pretty awesome. But yeah, he's becoming a global star and he deserves it. And it's going to be interesting to see. He's making all that money off the field, but, uh, he's going to be making, he's got a, he's due for a contract here after this season. We'll see what, uh, what number he gets to. Um, and where he might end up playing after the season, and what he could make be making on the field. But hats off to him, sixty five million. That is awesome. That is awesome. Um, next up, we have announcements for Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. We'll get we'll get into this before we get into uh, the games for today. So the NFL came or the NBA came out and announced some. Uh, some hall of famers. So Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki and Greg Popovich are among the finalists being elected into the basketball hall of fame class of 2023 international stars, pal Gasol and Tony Parker and WNBA legend, Becky Hammond also have been voted into the 2023 class. So, Hey, I mean, that's a good class. You got Dwayne Wade, Dirk pop. I mean, and then you it looks like it's all Spurs players after that pal, Tony Parker, but I mean, obviously running with pop, um you that's what you're gonna get but yeah uh i forgot that they're i think that i think they're like the uh nfl where you have to wait five years before you can get in but yeah this is a good class i mean you've deservedly so dwayne wade dirk and greg popovich are all obviously hall of famers same with pal gasol and tony parker um and becky i don't know much about becky hammond but well-deserved becky good job so that's your 2023 nba uh hall of fame class And the last one before we get into, like I said, we got to go rapid fire this morning because we've had so much to talk about. Last thing we got to get into. So now that we have with college athletes the NIL, the name, image, likeness. Uh, that means these players can actually make money off their name, image, and likeness. So the they're not getting screwed over by colleges who make all the money off of them. Um, they can actually take endorsements. They can do all this stuff. Um, obviously, LeBron James Jr., Bronny James, uh, is, is going to be one of the highest players paid out there because of his father and because of his name, right? So Bronny James is the nation's highest NIL earner with an estimated $7.2 million. So for playing his one college basketball season, that's coming up, which I don't believe he's announced yet where he's going to play. Um, I could be wrong on that, but I don't think he's announced it yet, but he's estimated to make $7.2 million. Not too bad. Not like the family's hurting for money, but he's making his own name for himself i guess even though he's probably only getting this because his name is lebron james jr but 7.2 million for an 18 year old wow uh that's a that's a haul that's a haul i wonder like and that's in basketball um i wonder if anyone in the in in, uh college football if we're going to see anyone even get close to that but Bronny james i mean shouldn't be a shock but that's that's i was kind of actually shocked that that's the highest 7.2 7.2 million. That's a lot of money, don't get me wrong, but I would think that there'd be like a star quarterback in college football that would get like um 10-15 million, right? To go play at some some school that's not Alabama, Texas, Ohio State or anything like that, right? But I guess we'll see. And he, yeah, he hasn't even stepped onto a college court yet. So we haven't even seen him in a college practice yet and he's going to get 7.2 million congrats to Bronny james uh hopefully hope i hope he lives up to the hype hope he ends up being being something uh talent wise like his father not as off the court stuff like his father but his talent um but we'll see let's get into the association and once again if you're watching over on rumble uh good morning to you make sure you like the video share it out there and uh subscribe to the channel NBA winding down. We're down to the last five or six games. couple weeks left. Let's see what happened last night. The Wizards blow out at home the Celtics. That's embarrassing. Celtics were a 10.5-point favorite, and they lose by 19 to the Wizards, 130-111. to 111. Raptors defeat the Heat, 106-92. Cavs, uh, Cavs lose to the Hawks. Wow. Cavs lose to the Hawks, 120-118. Hornets are on a little bit of a winning streak here now. The Hornets as a ten and a half point dog win outright on the road one thirty seven one thirty four to the Thunder. The Thunder needed that win too because they're they're in the fight for that uh that last spot into the play in tournament in the West. Um, the Magic lose on the road to the Grizzlies 113-108. and uh, the Warriors at home. Uh, continue to dominate at home as they defeat the Pelicans 120 to 109, and they covered the eight and a half points. So the Warriors dominate at home. So uh, let's see what we got going on for today in the pro report for the NBA. Um, tomorrow we've got the MLB opening day. We'll have to bring on our MLB expert Heavy Steps and see what he he's liking for the opening day. Um, And I know he's taking work off for it. So tonight we have the Timberwolves and the Suns. Kevin Durant making a return after slipping in warmups at the beginning of the month. He will be back and uh, he's missed 10 games. But now he's returning home return um, for the Suns. Suns are going to be a five point favorite over the Timberwolves. Sharp money and big money coming in on the Timberwolves. 41% of the bets and 62% of the money is on the Timberwolves. Rockets are 11.5-point dog to the Nets. Big money is in on the Nets. 37% of the bets, but 56% of the money laying the points. 11.5 with the Nets. Uh, Pistons and Thunder. Thunder 11.5-point favorites over the Pistons. That seems bizarre, especially since they just played yesterday and lost. But uh, Pistons, uh, sharp money coming in on the Pistons plus 11. Spurs at home are a six point underdog to the jazz sharp money coming on the spurs. And I don't know why sharp money is coming on the spurs. The spurs are God awful. You cannot trust them. They have no pride. They have, they give no effort. The jazz should roll in this one. I don't even know anything about the Jazz, and I just think they should rule because that's how bad the Spurs are. The Lakers are a two-point favorite over the Bulls, sharp money coming on the Bulls, and I agree with that because the Bulls just went down to L.A. and beat the Lakers uh, in LeBron's return, and it was pretty easy. So I don't know how the Lakers now on the road in Chicago, how anything's going to be any different, and the Bulls are now an underdog again in this game, and I think the Bulls are actually going to win this one. But the Lakers are desperate and need a win. Uh, King is 14.5 point favorite on the road to the Blazers. The Blazers announced that they are shutting down Damian Lillard. So he's done for the season. So that's why we're seeing a 14.5 point spread on the Kings. And sharp money is coming in on the Kings. Heat at the Knicks. Knicks are a 4.5 point favorite over the Heat. Sharp money coming in on the 4.5 for the Heat. But big money coming in, laying the 4.5 with the Knicks. 58% of the bets and 93% of the money on Knicks minus 4.5. Mavericks at the 76ers Mavericks plus four uh, dog to the Sixers sharp money coming on the Mavericks big money coming in on the Sixers with 42% of the bets and 94% of the money I would look towards the Mavericks in this one because it is rumored that Embiid and Harden are both going to be out so you better snag the plus four while you can before that line moves to pick them and the Bucks and Pacers Bucks 11 and a half point favorite on the road against the Pacers And finally, we have the Clippers on the road to the Grizzlies. Grizzlies are a four-point favorite over the Clippers. There you have it. That's what we got going on in the association today. Let's take a look at real quick. Um, I'm going to pull it up. Oh, 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 oh. I want NBA standings because we got to take a look at our standings. See what has changed every day. This this whole lineup here is going to get shuffled uh, at the bottom, not at the top. So Eastern Conference, we've got the Bucks with the one seed. Then we've got Celtics, Sixers, Cavs, Knicks, Nets. Those teams are locked in so far. They are locked in and uh, not in the play-in. If the season ended today, the play-in would be the Heat hosting the Hawks. And then the Raptors hosting the Bulls. Uh, the Wizards are on the outside looking in. They need some help to get in there. But it looks like the top 10 in the Eastern Conference are is pretty set. Pretty set. I mean, maybe the Wizards can find a way to sneak in, but uh, they're going to need some help. Western Conference is where it gets interesting. You got the Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings is your top three. Uh, and those are all pretty safe. Then it gets interesting from the four on. So we have the Suns with forty wins, we have the Clippers with forty wins, and we have the Warriors with forty wins. So those are your four, five, six. If the season ended today, those those teams would be locked in. And then we have the Timberwolves in the seventh seed with thirty nine wins, the Pelicans in the eighth seed with thirty eight wins, the Lakers in the ninth seed with thirty seven wins, and the Thunder in the tenth seed with uh. 37 wins and the Mavs in the 11th spot with 37 wins. So, as you can see, from seed four to seed 11 is only a three game difference. You've got 40 wins, 40 wins, 40 wins, 39, 38, 37, 37, 37. So things during this last five or six games can get real tricky. You could f- be in that four spot and find yourself in the playing tournament real easy with a, with a, a losing streak uh, coming here and someone getting hot. Um, and the Mavericks, on the outside looking in, they need to win. So basically it's a game of musical chairs between the Lakers, Thunder, and Mavericks, uh, and maybe even the Pelicans if they end up losing uh, You know, down the stretch here. But the, the Lakers, Thunder, and Mavericks are all 37-win teams right now There's only two spots and there's three teams. So one of those three is going to be on, be out and it's going to be interesting. But uh, if it ended today, we would have the Pelican. We'd have the Timberwolves hosting the Pelicans. And then we have the Lakers hosting the Thunder as our play in tournament. That's going to be interesting, but Hey, there's the morning show for you. Jam packed NFL talk. It felt really good to talk about the NFL, some changes in the league, um i'm really excited about the sports betting in in stadiums i mean it's gonna be huge it's gonna be huge i also like uh i also think it's gonna be fun to see the number changes who, who's gonna end up picking zero I, I have a feeling it's gonna be a lot of wide receivers that are gonna end up picking zero could you imagine a quarterback as zero that'd be kind of funny too um but yeah there's there's the show Thanks for hanging out with me every morning, 5.30 a.m., even on the weekends. All right, we don't take days off. 5.30 a.m., go through quick, quick little rapid fire here, what's going on in sports, um, breaking news, talking about you know the, the the latest, seeing what games are coming up, what odds on some of these games are, where we can find an edge betting. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. If you're watching over on Rumble, really appreciate it. Hit the like button. Hit that little plus uh, uh, Rumble thing. <clears throat> really uh it really helps the algorithm over there. Subscribe to the channel and uh, uh, if you're on YouTube, twitch, Facebook, Twitter, wherever one like it over there make sure you subscribed over there but then go to rumble sign up for an account and then follow me over there uh on rumble as well links are all down in the bottom of this description and uh the best place to find me is over at my sports community at GameOnLocals.com. it's free to join uh i've got daily live chats going over there although i forgot to put one up yesterday i can't believe that and uh but i will be doing it because baseball season is about to start and heavy steps would kill me if i don't have a uh live chat up every day so i'm going to be doing that but we have a great sports community over there where we post stuff um all day long you can post and talk about anything you want in there related i mean it could be anything but we focus on sports sports betting um all that stuff it's free to join gameon.locals.com we would love to have you a part of the community come check it out and uh you know what until tomorrow morning i'll talk to you guys later